0: Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back to the RSVP Music Chat. I'm John Sinkovich.
1: And I'm Ralston.
0: And we are here to once again chat about things that are happening in the music scene and kind of looking back a little bit, mostly maybe looking forward to 2018, some of the things that maybe Ralston and I are kind of interested in seeing and maybe uh, some of the things that we sort of are talked about from from the past year. You know, I... I just got done doing a a radio show here at WYCE and I was going through some of the number one uh, played local and regional artists from 2017 and I have to admit that it was a pretty robust collection of artists that are represented.
1: A lot of of styles, but it's mostly the, 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 the number one slots as seen by you.
0: This is the number one, these are what, no, these are the... What, val- what the programmers here have played on the air, the number of plays. Oh, so that's actually most coming played. from the radio yeah, station. this is an actual chart. Not ra- just local spin. No, radio station actually supplies me with the figures, and then I just post the chart. So, yeah, it's interesting to see what... What the programmers are playing, and what on top of that also is being requested by some of the listeners, and you know it's been it's been a good year. You got the Warren Treaty, you have got Seth Bernard. Uh, we we just talked about a little bit about uh, Moxie Strings was the first one that made the Hot Top Five back in January. The album actually came out uh, the pre at the end of the previous year, but it's a marvelous album that I think got overlooked a little bit in the, in mm-hmm. the mix. Uh, you know, then to finish up the year, of course, the Accidentals is probably the most played thing over the last four or five months with their mm-hmm. Sony Music Masterworks debut, and and of course you have got Billy Strings, who also is kind of making an. And they both are
1: fresh, uh, freshly here. Yeah, and more Uh, intriguing. And of course, the accidentals are freshly back. for coming back in. And
0: May Earlwine, another one that that that, that got attention. So those are all good, but I do think there's a lot of artists that number one don't even get played on WYCE. Well, they
1: probably haven't uh, figured out how to navigate to get their music. Onto the air,
0: and there are some genres that don't get represented here either. I mean, there, let's face it: heavy metal and, and some of the other 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 sort of ends of the spectrum sometimes get overlooked too, and that and not for any reason necessarily. But I think that they they live in a different environment necessarily, and I do think there are some of those types of artists and acts that probably. Um, have made an impact as well over the last year so it's just kind of fun to see the
1: programming uh, I mean anybody the interesting thing about community radio is that anybody can be a programmer you can come and take the class and you have these musical interests now granted I think there may be some parameters to it but if the music is in the library um, I don't I don't see why it wouldn't get played I think there was some late night kind of headbanging type. There music. are there
0: are some things that they require, you know, obviously there's some language issues sometimes yeah. if you don't have a radio friendly tracks, obviously they can't be played on the air. So sure. some of that stuff gets thrown out. Some um, of it's
1: FCC regulated.
0: And so so if a band has that kind of uh, lyricism, then they need to sort of amend that in a in a radio friendly mix. Uh, but there have obviously. been a
1: couple of shows that have been added in terms of genre uh, additions. I mean, there's like a a, a dance Sure, Trans, an EDM. Uh, EDM-type yeah. music yeah. that's being played now. Uh, Rick Chime has got Hip a hip-hop hop show. show. Sure. Uh, and I asked him, I said, you know, it's kind of hard because a lot of that music does tend to have buried in it or layered in it somewhere, you know, certain language issues, which is an FCC problem right. that we have. And it, most people might listen to it on Spotify, and it's not uh, censored there. That's true. But that's not going to work No, can't radio. do it
0: on radio. And here's the deal. You know, even so... More than 150 new releases came in to YC that got played, that got nominated, and will be nominated uh, for Jammy Awards coming up in February. And I think that's—I think I got to encourage a lot of bands if you haven't taken the time and the trouble, if you're going to go to the. All that energy. expense and energy to record an album, please submit it to WYCE. Go to WYCE.org. Figure out how to do it. It's pretty easy. You have to give some basic information about the album. We've just
1: doubled it for next year. Yes, yeah, exactly.
0: There's... Submit the albums. You know well, it, There it, is a
1: time frame. It's got to be submitted is. by. And I think they did leave a window um is pretty pretty close to the end of the year. Here. It is I mean, pretty it close like to the end of the year.
0: I'm not sure what the deadline is. Another thing you should check with YC. Yeah. But if you you know, I think a smart thing is if you're going to release an album, make sure you get it to YC by November so that they can at least consider it for some of these sure. awards. I, I think sometimes when things get released in November and December, they get overlooked not only locally but on the national. Well, well, the same scene thing happens on the on the January yeah, you miss releases. you miss the Grammy awards or whatever sure. you know. Sure, people um, so,
1: release it too early in the year and then it's gonna, it gets forgotten.
0: That too. And we See. were just talking about that, that there are some albums that came out very early in 2017 that I think didn't make a lot of critics' picks mm-hmm. lists. I know uh, when we look at our critics' picks, I have the writers make their picks, which is always interesting and uh, for local spins. And then I have musicians mm-hmm. that pitch in, and the lists are always different. There's always some overlap in terms of what people are listening to, but I think it's interesting that the musicians and the writers uh, often come up with much different lists for the kind of music that they enjoyed over the past uh, 12 years, 12 months, and I'll tell you, it was a real interesting year. Um, when I look back, I get a chance to, to listen, to look at those lists that we post, and uh, most of the time I'm, I'm listening to these albums for the first time, <laughs> because yeah, I'm listening to a lot of local and regional stuff, so I don't necessarily listen to some of the national stuff, I just, some of it by osmosis, um, mm. uh, but it's so so some of the
1: national things that were played Frequently on the station is what you're talking about.
0: Well, no, this is actually anything uh, But a lot of more played on the station I mean, you know, there's b- bands like the war and drugs and I know Spoon made a big impact here at WYCE, and they showed up on, on some of the musicians lists and that kind of thing But we ask our writers and we ask our musicians just in general and in the community Just to submit what they thought were their most fun albums and a lot of them are local and regional I and mean, a lot of them A lot of these people are listening to to regional acts and I think that's becoming
1: more and more prevalent um, So it's been it's been an interesting year. I think well, the nice thing that you do on like when you're doing your your in stu- uh, studio interviews with people, and you ask those local people who other local people that you might be paying attention to, exactly. and I think that that kind of feeds the chain, you know, down down the way. Now, there there are, and you've been to some. Have you been to any of the tribute type shows?
0: Yeah, yeah. We we were just talking about that too. That okay. So we who would we lose this past year and talk about two that we talked Chuck Berry, we lost Fats Domino, we lost obviously Tom Petty is a big one near the end of the year. Chris mm-hmm. Cornell, Greg Allman, another big big name. Uh, Al Jarreau in terms of the jazz scene. Mel Tillis, obviously uh, somebody uh, who, who. I don't hear people...
1: there's of those. There's only maybe one or two tributes that I would probably think people. Would. Yeah,
0: you know David Cassidy. I haven't seen a David Cassidy tribute. Charles Bradley died, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately,
1: you know, we, we, we were able to have him in town. Uh, in Actually, town Charles moment. Bradley was a tribute act before he became <laughs>
0: Charles Bradley. He with was James Brown. Yeah, he was doing a James Brown tribute. Yeah. Um, but Tom Petty, I think, is the one that's inspired the most tributes. We've already seen a couple of big tribute shows. Uh, I know Jack Lever did one with American Heartbreakers, yeah. and then and there's more uh, coming up this new, weekend, the, yeah. uh, New Year's weekend,
1: uh, and next, and then into the early part of the year. There's going to be some. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what do you think? What do you think generates that kind of of uh, an interest and and is it do people will people come out to to
0: support? oh they're huge tribute shows in general tribute acts in general have done very well you talk about some of these national touring tribute acts are doing well but Tom Petty for some reason because I think it was his songwriting. Well, I think it resonated with yeah. a lot of musicians. I mean, I haven't seen. I'll be. I'll be honest with you. I think it's surprising we haven't seen Chuck Berry tributes around here because look at the impact that he had. But that goes right. back so far. Tom Petty was
1: recent. Was yeah, far yeah. more I mean, recent. He was just. Than, he was just gearing up for the new for the new tour. Yeah, exactly. Too, right.
0: So so I think I think a lot of songwriters, for instance the the Petty tribute taking place on Saturday night, um this uh New Year's uh weekend uh at the Pyramid Scheme, think about the people who are involved with that like Max Lockwood and, and, and uh Mae Erloine and Joe Van Acker. I mean, these guys are actually they are not contemporaries of Tom Petty. These are no, younger younger people musicians. that grew up on it, yeah. Yeah, they're parents. Not like a lever.
1: Yeah. But Lever, Lever nails it. Yeah, he's got the voice. He nails it.
0: He's got the voice, and so does Max. Max yeah. does a pretty good job with with, with with Tom Petty. But I just think it's interesting that, that Tom Petty really did span the generations. I now, mean, do you
1: think it's important? I mean, that's the thing. Do, do you try to uh, me- mimic to the same degree, or can you... Should should we, should we interpret. see interpretations of it where people are actually bringing their own style I to actually, the songs?
0: I actually enjoy both. I mean, when you watch Jack do his thing, it's mm-hmm. fun to see how much he sounds how like close Tom he Petty, is, yeah. and he can do the various accents, even the various parts of Tom Petty's career. You know, where he sounds more like Bob Dylan or whatever. Um, and then on the other hand, I love hearing like a female vocalist interpret some of Tom Petty's songs, right, right. Uh, and, and it sounds a little bit different. Um, as long as you stay sort of true to the spirit of the song i think it's good look my band has done Zillion Tom we always have a Tom Petty song or two in our set list, and we don't sound like Tom Petty. I mean, right. but we now, really put a lot of energy or, or, into it. I else? tend to sing. I tend to sing most of the Petty stuff. But I, we, I, the funniest thing was we played a show with Jack Lever once, and mm-hmm. I felt like I was on stage with Tom Petty. So you were Ben Montana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I wish. Um, no, I think tribute acts actually. I think it's fun to see them do this. I know Hazy Past is going to be doing one at Rockford Brewing on uh, after New Year's, and I know there's another one. Actually, Jack's going to be doing one at Speakeasy Lounge, kind of a semi-acoustic of one at thing? the end of February. Yeah, February twenty okay. eighth. He's going oh, to be doing. Cool. It. I'd like um, to see that. So we're actually going to do a whole tribute month at Speakeasy Lounge because of that very reason. Because I think.
1: So are we moving away from from original songwriting? No. Or because it seems like there. This happened in, in England. I noticed when I, when I was over there with Walter Trout, there was we would we would in the back rooms, the green rooms, we were just covered with posters, uh, of tribute bands because they were huge. I mean, people would right. come out and act almost the same as they did when they first came on the scene. But what was, what was interesting was there was the the bands were a lot different. I mean, it was T Rex was one of the tribute bands. I, I haven't seen a T Rex right. here, right.
0: but no, it's interesting because a lot of cover band. I mean, cover bands are the most. They play more than any other bands locally, right? That's just the way it is, right, cover bands. Right. And they're they are they're essentially paying tribute to these artists, but it's a variety of artists all night long, whether right. it's country or rock or whatever it is. But, but to do an entire evening of a particular artist's songs, it has to be the right artist. I mean, that Beatles thing has right. gotten really popular around here lately in the Grand Rapids area, and they're going to be playing at Speakeasy Lounge starting up in February. People just love spending an entire evening immersed in the Beatles from their old stuff to their new stuff because mm-hmm. their repertoire is so influential and it covers so i think it, i think that kind of thing definitely well, draws spectrum, a crowd
1: yeah the spectrum of what's there yeah is variety as well i mean tom you can, petty
0: you know look at all the songs curious. he's got to pick from you know you you know it's amazing to see what's happened you know and we're actually going to do a chardet tribute that could be interesting to see yeah. how that comes off and and then uh steve Earle as well i mean these are songwriters huh. i think you have to have really good songs to do a tribute night. I think, you know, the Rolling Stones or or whatever. And obviously there's a certain level of popularity that comes with it. Well, I know Sean,
1: you know, there are the various people, the Joan Baez's and the Sean Colvin's and, and uh, everybody who does covers of, you know, everybody from Dylan. and I mean, the John Prine was a, was a cover night that they did at the Wealthy, yeah. too. That was yeah. Prine time or something? Yeah, like.
0: yeah, they've been doing that fairly regularly that, the last couple of years. Again,
1: a, a great songwriter, you know.
0: And I think it draws a specific crowd. It targets an audience. Uh, I think the interesting thing, like I say, about the Petty thing, when I went and saw the Petty tribute that they did at the uh, Tip Top Deluxe not long after he died, um, it was an interesting mix in the crowd. There were people obviously in their 50s and 60s sure, who grew up sure. with Petty. And then there were all these young people that were singing along to the Petty songs who were in their 20s. Well,
1: we were pulled together in a time of, of, of grief or, or mourning, I think, to some degree. And we want to experience that. You that want to too. be in a group, right?
0: Especially when you lose somebody. Right. You know, Prince. When Prince died, Prince so tribute, many Prince yeah. tributes. It inspired so much emotion. People felt like they had... I think musicians felt like they had to express right. themselves. You know,
1: These are the songs that played on the soundtrack and what were inspirational to us yeah So what? Uh, what? What particular band do you do you see? What, I mean, what would be the lineup of, 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 a, of a tribute
0: <laughs> night that you'd like to see? Well, um, I think it's interesting that like like I chose to do a Steve Earle tribute just because. And do you have
1: to be dead to have the tribute? No, night?
0: but I think that's what inspires a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Let's face it; that's when the attention is drawn to an artist. Sure. You know, um, when I didn't when see a George Harrison. A, Tribute. No, no. I think. I mean, the radio stations will no. go
1: and dig into the files, and you'll oh, hear sure. you know hours and hours of, of John Lennon tunes, or hours and hours of Harrison tunes, or various people. But
0: I, I think it helps if an, if a musician, if if you really spend a lot of time with that artist, and you really pay attention, and and really do a good job with the tribute, mm-hmm. rather than just playing their songs. Like I think you Bowie, do. If,
1: the Bowie thing was. Really oh yeah, bad, you know
0: that was that was a marvelous some some of the. The David Bowie tributes around here were incredible. Um, no, I think there's a place for it. I think we, I think in some ways you have to be a little bit careful about that, mm-hmm. that we don't get caught up completely in nostalgia. You know, there's a lot of good new music being made, and I think it's fun. And I think there's a healing process, maybe like when an artist mm-hmm. dies, that I think we all have to go through. And we love listening to this music, and we love hearing how people play it. But you know, I do think that um, venues. Can easily get carried away and say, "Yeah, but a tribute act is going to draw more people than this guy playing original music." But I
1: wonder if any of the people that are listening have had uh, an experience like what would be the best evening or experience yeah. they've had on a tribute night? Would that be the yeah? Which are
0: a, which artists? What are the top ten artists to pay tribute to? Speak the pipe. Pi- yeah, go to Speak Pipe here, right here, Local Spins. You'll see the. you can click on it and you can actually leave a voicemail message for us and we'll chat about it. We actually have one that we're going to be talking about in our next podcast, which is great. We've to had a folks. little
1: bit of problems with weather and intermittent things that have happened yeah, each of to, our lives. Life happens. It does,
0: and, especially around the holidays. No and, doubt about uh, it.
1: Since this is a free form subscription of sorts, you know, we haven't had to be. We've been flexible, let's just say.
0: We will always be flexible at RSVP. <laughs> yeah, But we do intend to have some special guests coming up in 2018, so definitely look forward to that. We've talked yeah. about a lot of different artists that we plan on, on having uh, sort of in studio, as our studio moves, so yeah. to speak. So we will definitely be a part of that. Uh, but yeah, we definitely want to hear from you folks. Um, well, what tribute acts inspire you as a musician? What tribute acts are you willing to go see? And is it overdone? Do, mm-hmm. what, what makes you? What upsets you about a tribute act, or or, or or do you think we're paying too much? We pay too much attention to, to that kind of thing, or 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 are we? Is there a well, place for it?
1: Well, and, and how responsive... I mean, here's the other. Here's the one yeah. thing, and not to, not to take away from it because I think this has been a pretty feel good show. Uh, yeah, uh, talking about stuff, but at the same time, you know, the logistics of our responsibility as artists, where it falls to these artists, have written these songs. They are part of their legacy, but they also are connected to royalties. Sure. Uh, where does that fall? Does that fall to the artist that's performing? No, falls to, to, to the venue. Falls to the venue, or, or should it be both? You know? yeah. I mean Wow, that's because, another. Because if you, if, if the artists themselves, as artists, right, we understand that we sure. have an investment that they, that they to do as well.
0: Sure. Uh, it's interesting. I think we need, I think one of the podcasts we should devote to next in 2018 mm-hmm. is the ASCAP BMI thing. And I know a lot of venues are concerned about it because yeah. of the fees that they have to pay, but it is the one way in which a lot of artists who do the songwriting And it varies. Make I mean, can, money. Canada,
1: Canada has a whole different feel for right. it. uh Europe has a different situation. Sure, sure. I mean, I don't even know what China or, or Asia has going on with it. That would be a place that Should somebody be able to land something, and then there was a royalty connected to that, man, you'd be making bank, I would think.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. When you're performing live, yeah, the venue, the the responsibility falls on the venue. But uh, if you're recording something, you need to ask for permission to to include this song on something that you're going to sell.
1: Well, you're selling your CDs. You're
0: selling your CDs. You really need to get the permission of the artist or the songwriter and the copyright holder and that's something that i think sometimes happens and often does not now if you're only selling a limited number of copies quite often that fee can be pretty small be at least fee. when i yeah. when i investigated it uh, many years ago uh, that fee was very small for for you know, under 500 copies or whatever it is but you know if, if something takes off and you have to be prepared for that as well as an artist. At least you need, as an artist, if you respect your own songwriting mm-hmm. and you want
1: people to respect
0: that, then I think you need to do the same thing if you're if you're going to be recording in, in someone else's music. Yeah,
1: and I think we got to be careful about, how, just because we think it's aligned with a charity of some sort, <clears throat> that gives a free... Uh, ticket a pass on it because that isn't always the case yeah
0: it's it's something definitely to keep in mind i think we'll definitely explore that in more detail there's been people
1: who have have put recorded songs and gotten that far and didn't get the permission and then had to scrap it so
0: some fairly well-known artists in fact one uh I, i won't necessarily mention the name because i want to make sure i don't get it I want to make sure I got it right, but uh, he actually had the whole album recorded and had the album covers made and everything else and the production set to go and never got permission for one of the songs that he covered and had to redo the whole album. That wow. was that was actually about a year and a half wow. ago. Well,
1: so, well, good for you that you are a journalist that doesn't want to say... Be- Till you get it right. Yeah, I want to make sure. That's rare to these. I didn't, I didn't want to do. misspeak in yeah. some manner, shape, or form. But yeah, that's that that has happened. I've I've had it where there's been a, a song where uh, I've wanted to record, and I, at the last minute, it's like, you know, this isn't going to work out. Exactly. So, and that's I think that's what tended to make me not want to do cover songs most of the time on a on a record because at that point. Uh, if you're doing your own material you're only in it for your you're only in it right you're only in needing to pay yourself exactly you can make the you can make the rules about it exactly
0: well thank you so much once again everybody happy new year and as I uh, pointed out previously you know a new year's resolution is something that goes in one year and out the other
1: in one year and out the other see when I first heard you say that I thought I, 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 I just thought what does that mean (laughs) <laughs> In one ear and out the other. In I didn't hear the year. Ear. Okay, yeah, now we got to be specific. All right, we'll see you next time. See Definitely. you next year.
0: Hope you hear. Hope we hear from all of you on Speedpike.